Ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Volia. Happy birthday to you. Hip, hip. This is... All right. Hip, hip. All right. Hip, hip. Delay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. For <laughs> uh, this is for the Productions Podcast. Cue the music. <laughs> I thought you already did. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, gosh. Huh? Are you telling me you built a time machine? Hello, hello. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And I'm the Harry McClary from Donaldson's Dairy, a Michael Lister. <laughs> wow, what a callback. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, yes, you and I are experiencing a podcast called Fred. Mm-hmm. Yes, experiencing yes. it through the medium of the interwebs where handles have been changed. We are no longer on tweets. We are on X, which soon <laughs> will be off because I'm <laughs> sick of the discourse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Oh man, I'm so glad I never joined Twitter. <laughs> but you know, I didn't even get to experience it as Twitter now, even if I do join, because it's like, yeah. well, it's it's dead now, properly. So. Mm. You weren't there, man. You weren't there. <laughs> you weren't there, man. You didn't see what I saw. Yeah. <sighs> They're slowly transitioning. Everywhere. <laughs> They're slowly transitioning. It's still known as Twitter according okay. to the app name okay. and the website. They haven't changed it yet. My okay. app has changed. But the app logo definitely has changed, yes. especially if you've got auto updates on. Mm. Um, unless you manually update it, <laughs> then you still have the blue Twitter. The blue Twitter. But if you've got automatic, it's now X. Mm. Yeah, But it still says Twitter underneath. X. Yes. No. X. The symbol anyway. that um, illiterate people use to sign off their names... It's kind of fitting. Ah, hmm? <laughs> uh, yep, yep. It's a great time to be yeah. alive, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. um, cool. Let's jump into the show yes. by asking Fulia Hi. what she's been watching. Okay, this week I haven't really been watching much. But <laughs> you say that every week, and then you proceed no. to give us. No, like... no, hold on. Last week I watched a lot. <laughs> Last yeah, okay. week I watched a lot, but uh-huh. this time around is different. Okay. Uh, so this week, uh, oh my logo, it's got balloons all over it. Sorry, I got distracted for a second. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> um, so this week uh, I managed to uh, watch and binge through part two of season two of How I Met Your Father. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm still enjoying that show. It's good fun. Oh, Hilary nice. Duff is hilarious. Oh, good. That's She's good. doing such a great job. And the the and the, the cast, um, the main five cast is actually pretty funny as well. They're, they're really good. Uh, so I'm really enjoying uh, How I Met Your Father. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, and uh, the movie that I decided to watch this week is more of a rewatch because um, it just came to 
to to Netflix's, but then but also I ended up buying the Blu-ray anyway because I wanted to see the behind the scenes for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. I love that movie. It's so good. good. A good rewatch? Yeah, definitely a good rewatch. Definitely worth going back to. Um, you know, if you haven't heard of it, where have you been? Yeah, been under a rock. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it's it's such a good animated movie about anxiety and mental health. Um, wow. Yeah, but done in a very wholesome way in, in this movie. And, you know, with, with Puss... And with um, Kitty Softpaws, she comes back. And because uh, she's from the first movie, so she's back in the second one. Uh, and, and a new friend um, called Perito. Perito. Perito, but he's a dog. Oh. Yeah. Is he, he voiced by Alan Tudyk? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he just does Disney. Yeah. <laughs> voiced by uh, no. Gizmo. Gizmo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, Perito is trying to, he's, he's just like a really peppy sort of a dog and he just, he, he's always, he's full of positivity and optimistic and no. he just, he wants to, he wants to be a therapy dog. That's his, that's his wish. Oh. I know. It's so wholesome. Wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, Puss has his reasons. He wants to get back his nine lives. Um, Kitty Softpaws wants to trust someone. And then there's obviously your your villains of the movie as well who are trying to get their hands on this last wish. Ah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's great fun. Um, you get to see a lot of references to a lot of different fairy tales, mm-hmm. uh, including Disney fairy tales, but they don't go by Disney names. They go by their generic names <laughs> because it's DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then you, you get a villain out of, um, uh, what's his name? Jack Horner from that. From that from that rhyme. Oh yeah, little that- Jack Horner. Yeah, sat in the corner eating, eating his, his curds and whey. Yes, no, yes. No, that's no, no. Miss Muffet. No, that's. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting my my fairy tales crossover. <laughs> eating nurse, a plum pie. My nursery eating a plum pie. That's yeah, he took out his thumbs, stuck, stuck it. it into a plum, and said, "How good a boy am I?" Oh. Pulled out a plum. Pulled out a plum. Sorry. And None of you have got children, do you? <laughs> I was just Look, gonna say I, we we should, don't, I don't remember the nursery. We should rhymes be deferring well. to the father in the, <laughs> in, the in the discourse. In the discourse. <laughs> I don't remember the, all of the, the yeah, words cl- to yeah, the, the nursery. Neither, rhyme, neither but neither or Stu, but that's Jack Horner. Jack Horner's the bad is guy. the big bad. Yes. Um because all he wants is power because nobody cared about him when he was a kid. Oh. Yeah. So where <laughs> where big big where where's. Um but it's a good it's definitely a good movie so yeah. Yeah, I've heard amazing things about it. I just really need to watch the first Puss in Boots and I should probably extend that to the rest of the Shrek movies. Yeah, no. Well, here's to. the thing, you don't have to watch the first Puss in Boots movie to understand what's going on with this one. The only reason okay. why you'd want to watch the first one is just for for Kitty Softpaws cuz she's in that one. Okay. But you don't really need to watch that to watch this one, hmm. technically. This one feels like it's its own standalone movie. Okay. Yeah, so you can definitely watch this without having watched the I first one. I still want to 
Oh yeah. I'm a completionist. I yeah, still want to do the. You can at, you can still at least watch the first Puss in Boots to yeah, then and okay. then watch this one. All right, definitely. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, all right. All right we'll yeah, see. you want to do <laughs> you, you want to do the Pen trilogy. The Pen trilogy. Five. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, all four Shrek. No, it was all six three. Then? Oh, do you not count one of them? What? Is There's there a four, four Shrek? Movies. Oh yeah, there is four. Sorry. So this. And also so the six. Okay, Shrek, Hex, Shrek Hex trilogy. Then Hex trilogy. <laughs> yes. I thought it was yeah. the first first three Shreks, and then and then uh, the other Puss in Boots that I haven't seen either. Mm. No, definitely worth watching. Puss in Boots is lots of fun. Nice. Mm. I mean, who doesn't love Antonio Banderas? <laughs> he's pretty fantastic. <laughs> he's awesome. He is very good. Yeah, even and if he is almost unrecognizable. In- Indiana Jones, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, he needs bit part. Well, that's all I've been watching this week. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. That's right. Thank you. Michael, what Hello. about you? Well, piggyback. Uh, yeah, we watched as well on Netflix, uh, The Pussy Boots, uh, Final Wish, Last Wish. Because um, my daughter watched it with uh, her grandmother all the way back when, when it first came out. And... Yeah, just the whole family. Well, it's a very interesting week that the whole family is actually together because uh, uh, my wife had surgery, so um, I needed time off from work to look after the kids as well as her. She can't lift up kids, so mm. so yeah. So that's what we've been doing. Just watching a lot of stuff. So watch Puss in yeah. Boots, um, and as well as um, my wife wanted to watch. Um, the Lizzie McGuire movie for some reason. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, just to go off the Hilary Duff train as well. So we watched that as well. And yeah, I I have vague memories of watching that. I don't know why I watched it as, as a child. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, and watching it with new fresh eyes is like, it's a, yeah, it's a thing. Um, her little brother's a little creep. Um, <laughs> title sequence, he had he had his uh, remote control car with a camera who and he drove it into her room while she was changing into different clothes and that it's like you're a creep you're a creep little creep little boy no wonder our generation's screwed up because <laughs> that was acceptable and yeah and all throughout the movie is just a creep it's just a little creep mm. I feel like backhandering <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so watch that. Um, there was a lot of stuff that actually dropped this week. Um, yeah, the new uh, uh, the new season of uh, Futurama uh, came out on Monday. So mm-hmm. watch that. Absolutely hilarious. They didn't skip a beat, and I highly <laughs> recommend that. Um, it had the same form as the original, so there's no real like jarring like things they still deal with low interesting concepts so that was that was a highlight um and mm-hmm. including with futurama uh they brought out the futurama three characters in Fortnite. so you can actually play as fry bender and leela in Fortnite. <laughs> okay i don't watch yeah, i don't play I, Fortnite. no so. but yeah i just you know the fact that you've watched it this week, also this past week, they brought those characters to, to the game. So Okay. Yeah. Interesting tidbit. 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, also, um, another thing that's that's come out that I haven't quite finished yet is uh, we were talking about Invincible last week, but they also released a a special one hour um, episode of the origin story of uh, Adam Eve. Mm. which I'm going through and it's like yeah it's it, it is what it is it's invisible and, and, and it's it's cool and we get to get to know this character um from her from her origins who is the uh love interest to invincible so um that that's been go- going cool so I haven't finished that so about to finish I actually haven't finished a lot of stuff uh, this week that I actually <laughs> started uh, I've uh still haven't finished the bear season 1 because uh, season two came out, so I haven't finished that yet. Uh, but uh, I also started watching Good Omens season <gasps> part two. Oh that, yes, that That's came out. out. It has. Mm, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Oh, That's all right. Okay. I haven't finished the se- the last episode yet. Uh, I I watched majority majority of it last night, and yeah, that's that's fun. Um, I have little issues with it, but it's. Uh, all null and void. It's to do with story, but watching um, uh, watching the main main cast coming back and actually doing their thing is is really really enjoyable. Um, how they play off each other is really great. It's just the story. It's like, eh, are we still doing? We're doing this, okay? It's, it's fun. Uh, but the previous inputting in the last episode, and uh, and I'm a little a little shy of. Watching the last episode of a of a thing because I've been uh, I may have been burnt <laughs> last week with a particular ep- a particular show that we're about to talk about. Anyway. <laughs> Spoilers for the future. Spoilers for um, culture. Mm, um, there was something else as well. There was a, there's been a lot because I stayed stay at yeah. home watching some stuff. Uh, <laughs> there was another thing. What was it? Uh, no, what good. we do? Yeah, what we do in, in the, the shadows. I was going to leave that for last because I knew okay. that was going to ramp up to yes. yours. Yes, um, thank you. <laughs> I think that was it. I think okay. that was it. So, so yeah. So, what do we do in the shadows? Was uh, uh, came uh, latest episode, and that was huge, huge fun. Just seeing <laughs> a council of of <laughs> of Colin Robinsons. Yeah. It's, it's like oh yes. I, I love this. I knew, and I know it's a, it was just like a little bit, but I just enjoyed that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just bureaucratic nonsense, just annoying <laughs> and fun to watch people suffer. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been doing. What about you, Kendall? You've been watching <laughs> TV and shit. Yeah, so I've been watching. I've been watching what we do in the shadows as well. I actually watched that episode this morning. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I loved that. I kind of. I kind of tweaked to the fact that um, that's what they were doing when I noticed that the guys that kidnapped them were wearing beige. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> this has got to mean something. <laughs> and it did. Um, that was an expertly mapped out, choreographed scene of just dialogue and sound and and camera work and acting. It was just, it was so well executed. Yeah. <laughs> I was very impressed, and also the people they got to play them is like, yeah, I can see you. Why, I can see why they cast you. <laughs> yeah, fucking Hannibal Buress. <laughs> just mono, just monotone, like monotone. 
Oh my god. Yeah, and the woman who was like the head of it, I feel like I've seen her somewhere and I couldn't place it. Mm. But um but my god it was fantastic. Um and then just Laszlo trying to impress Naja's um new family and <laughs> just <laughs> that was a nice running running joke. Um I that I really enjoyed and um and Vandor just up to his old fucking idiocy. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was brilliant. It was a great episode. I, mm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, yes, what else did I watch this week? I finished Black Mirror, last episode of that, uh, season six I watched, um, which was really good. It was uh, definitely a horror sort of style episode. Basically, the premise, this one was called De- Demon 79, and the premise is um, that this woman in um she works at a foot uh, like a footwear store somewhere in England and she ends up finding this like cursed talisman that brings forth a demon that then says you need to kill three people by May Day or the end of the world will happen hmm. um and yeah it's set in 1979 and so the soundtrack's really cool and you know the aesthetic is very cool and and whatnot and the demon can take on like any form at once sort of thing. So it, it's an, and it's a kind of a nice steam and it's quite funny. It's, 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 it's first assignment out of the, you know, good old hellhole, And, um, <laughs> it peeked into her mind and saw that she'd watched something on TV the night, the night before earlier that night, whatever it was. And basically he takes the form of one of the, the dudes from Boney M. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It was funny. Um, yeah, so anyway, it was just, yeah, kind of about, like, this unassu- very unassuming shy woman who would really like to tell people what she thinks uh, <laughs> of them. Uh, and when I say tell people, I mean, you know, um, kill actually kill them. She has fantasies at work about killing people. It's great. But then when it comes to actually doing it, it's another story. Um, so it's about her kind of dealing with that and whatnot um, and whether or not the apocalypse can be averted. And it's, yeah, it was really cool. I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was a bit of fun. Um, yeah, good good season for Black Mirror. Pro- probably not their best season, but I wouldn't say it's bad by any stretch. It's still still very well written and cl- clever and acted very well and all of that. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, what else? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm like halfway through season three now, so that's, that's a great time. Um, did I, I feel like I'm forgetting something else. Oh, well, yeah, I watched... Um, I watched the first episode of Good Omens season two on Friday night. I think I I watched it. I've only had time to watch one episode. And when I tell you about what I watched next, I feel like I probably should have continued watching it uh, (laughs) instead of what I watched. But um, yeah, I watched the first episode and I really enjoyed it and I'm really excited. I'm staying off. I'm not on Tumblr at all right now because there are, especially according to my my rings of power discord that I'm in, they're all good omens fans as well. And they've been watching it and they're like, stay off Tumblr. There are spoilers everywhere. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I Just won't internet touch in it. general. Just the internet in general. Internet yeah. in general, there are spoilers. Um, and I, 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 I've I seen. Do, s- yeah. I do Go say on. that, uh, this particular, um, season is very, uh, Tumblr bait. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. No, I've kind of, I, I've seen some reactions from my discord friends um, certain gifts and and just yeah and I'm just like 
Okay, okay, I got a feeling of, of something that's happened, <laughs> and and I'm just gonna wait and see if I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it does sound like oh yeah, people are um yeah, I don't know if unhappy is the right word, but people or or like happy or I don't know, like there's just there's a strong reaction that I'm getting. So oh. I'm I'm looking forward to sitting down and watching the rest. But I really enjoyed the first episode just because it was so nice to see. To see them back, Michael Sheen and, and David Tennant back back again. Yeah. Um, Not staged. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, doing um, you know, this 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 isn't a spoiler for you, but the the show opens with like the creation of the universe essentially. Oh yeah. Um, and what Crowley was doing when he was involved with that and yeah, stuff. And, the true story of creation. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very adorable. Um, oh, and then and then and then Crowley does a dance at one point. Uh, <laughs> a little, a okay. little, a little dance. He doesn't want to do it, but he does it, and it's it. it I love that was probably my favorite thing. You were right. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay, well, I definitely need to get on. Yeah, that you need it. Need to get on it. It's so good. Um, yes, yeah, so I can't wait to. I'll probably try and finish that. Uh, dare I say, if we do popcorn culture next week, Ooh. maybe, maybe we'll maybe. talk about omens. Yes, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be nice. Um, and then, yeah, because the final thing I watched that, yeah, I was like, oh, I probably should have, shouldn't have watched this now. Um, I watched Air. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. on, on Amazon. Amazon, on Amazon. Sorry, Amazon. Amazon, Amazon. Yes, yes. So I was thinking maybe I think that I was thinking of Tetris. No, no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah no, um, no, it's fine. I'm glad I didn't go to the cinema and watch it because it was very, like it's it's good. Like it just. It, I mean, I don't want to say it's mid, but it's kind of <laughs> yeah, okay. feels a little mid because there's nothing really like in there that I, I, I felt that I needed to write home about. Like, Matt Damon's fantastic and I mean, he's very passionate, his character, trying to get Michael Jordan to sign with Nike. But these stories are usually, you know where the you know where they're going, you know where they end up because we all know at the how successful the Air Jordans are as a shoe. Like, yeah. So we know where this story ends. Um and so it's supposed to be about the journey getting there, right? And even the journey to get there was <clears throat> just predictable. Mm. Like they didn't really, they didn't really do anything that felt kind of outside the box or anything. Like I don't know, I was expecting more. I had really, I think that's probably my fault. I had high, very high expectations on this one just because it was advertised extensively, and you know, pe- yeah. people that we opinions who we re, you know respect look up to, like Kevin Smith. Like he raved about it. He thought it was great. But you know, Kevin's like me generally loves everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't. I should take his words with a grain of salt sometime. But um, but anyway, but it's still a fine film. I recommend yeah. watching it. Like if you're interested in that sort of um, aspect of sporting history and and whatnot. Like I yeah, I had had no idea really how like Nike as a in basketball Nike was just trash. Like it was okay. So the Americans say Adidas. I know we say Adidas. <laughs> Adidas. Uh, Adidas. Um, yeah. So, but at the time, Adidas and uh, Converse were the two, like, biggest names in footwear in basketball, especially yeah. especially Adidas. And, like, Michael Jordan didn't want to wear... He was... He loved Adidas. Like, he, he wanted to wear the tracksuit and everything, so he was going to sign with them. And then... So it's basically how Matt Damon's character, Sonny Vaccaro, got the Jordan family to sign 
Um, and yeah, it was really, it was really cool. It was just basically like honing into what, onto what makes Michael Jordan like the greatest of all time, basically. Hmm. Um, so it was fun. And Viola Davis was really lovely as, as, um, Dolores Jordan. I thought she was cool, but, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It was fine. I should have watched, I should have watched more Good Omens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, I, but it's okay. I think, I think, um, modern audiences uh, are sort of slowly coming to the terms as like well not everything needs to be a blockbuster or anything like that it just mm. ne- it just needs to be a movie that's acceptable and it's like oh yeah that was a bit of fun and I might go back to it like five years down the track and say oh yeah I remember liking this it, that's why yeah. back when movies were you know just acceptable and they were fun and not costing like 300 billion dollars and if it didn't <laughs> and if it doesn't Reach that man out. It's a failure. So maybe yeah. tides are changing, and I think they. I think they really are. Mm. I think you're not wrong. We are definitely at a pivotal point in, um, yeah, Hollywood and cinema going and and the amount of media right literacy in this in this day and age is gone out the window. So maybe people need to like step back and it's like, well, not everything's. Not everything needs to blow your mind. Like, I don't. Uh, I need to stop going into things. It's like, oh, I'm gonna cry at this. It's like, no, nah, it's just gonna be acceptable. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, we need. It's not, and it's not just for Marvel films too. It's like we need to. I think we just need to generally manage our expectations now as as audience members. Yeah. For for these things, going forward, because yeah. I mean, I listen I to. Know. I listened to um, two Australian guys called The Daily Planet and and they have this sort of bit where they say, where they review a film and it's like, uh, uh, so what do you say? Best movie, best movie ever or worst movie ever? <laughs> and, and no grey line. It's like, uh, I think it's the best movie ever. Okay. <laughs> because they know how ridiculous that is. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I like it. All right. Well, that's all my watchings. So, um, yeah, good stuff. Great cool. stuff. Thank you, everyone. Um, You're welcome. Let's get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Let's let's uh, bring it down a, a smidge to start this one off because we lost another iconic singer during the week. Um, Sinead O'Connor has passed away at the age of only 56. Um, and according to reports, she did take her own life, which is, uh, even more tragic. Um, yeah, uh, I haven't been really keeping up with what she'd been up to. I know she'd still been singing and making music and performing and, and, and all of that jazz and, you know, I, um, since her heyday in the nineties, but yeah, I didn't realize that things had obviously taken a very dark turn for her. I mean, she did struggle as we all know, um, uh, you know, after she hit it big, you know, fame just was something that clearly, you know, it's not for everyone, obviously, and it's a hard thing to wrestle with, um, especially when, you know, you decide to do the right thing and be true to yourself and your beliefs, and then everyone turns against you for it. Um, 
Um, but yeah, of course, you know, most people will know Sinead for her biggest song, which was um, her version of Nothing Compares to You, uh, which is actually a Prince song, for those who didn't know. Um, but it's her version of, of that has definitely become the version of the song, um, that's for sure. Um, it's a beautiful rendition and it really showcases her incredible voice and talent, um, absolutely. Uh, and then, and then um, yeah, and then the other thing people will remember uh, most about her is her uh, performance on Saturday Night Live in the uh, early 90s at the peak of her fame um, when uh, she decided to go off book during the live performance uh, and uh, tore up a picture of the Pope uh, live on national television uh, and said, fight the real enemy, and then threw the tatters of the photo at the camera and then everyone just blew up after that. Mm. Um, the world did not respond very favorably to it. She took a stand against the Catholic Church, and yeah, that's huge, but if uh, <laughs> she'd done it now... You know, things definitely would have gone different. Um, so uh, someone said, I can't remember which person it was on social media, but I saw a quote saying to the effect of, like, she was ahead of her time, and I think that's very true, um, you know. And I think maybe a lot of people wouldn't have, wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have the courage to speak up and fight for their beliefs if someone like Sinead hadn't done it uh, in the way that she did it. Um, you know, whether you agree or disagree with how she did it, um, she was definitely within her right to, and I respect it very much. It's just a shame that people turned against her for it. So, um, but yeah, we'll always have her incredible, beautiful music and, uh, she will be missed. Fulia, yeah. do you have any thoughts? Uh, honestly, I haven't really followed, um, any of the, the news that, came out of what she did when she was um when she was uh, really big and popular in the 90s um i mean i do remember the song it's a very very popular song mm. um so and it's probably the only song that i really remember from her to be honest yeah yeah same i'm not really familiar with her other stuff yeah either yeah so um yeah it's just sad to to hear the news sort of pop up um, I was at work when I first heard about it. Yeah, same actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it's very sad. So yeah, mm. rest in peace. Mhm. Mm. Mhm. Um, Michael, do you have any thoughts on the late Sinead O'Connor? Um, I think you said everything that I was get, that I can contribute to. Uh, she was a trendsetter, really. And yeah, it's and being Irish as well, it's sort of mm. that's where. It, sort of came out of the Catholic Church um, and then it just spread and it's like oh this is this is not a isolated incident this is actually meditated as well so uh, props of her for actually getting the word out because you know that's what that's what um, activists sort of do they don't do they don't mm. do it because it's the it's the right thing to do it's to it's to bring awareness of that and yeah, and like kick you around for it. I mean, you can always, you can always say that um, history will will look at you differently than where you are now. Like mm. like with um, you know the civil rights movement. I mean, back then during during the fifties and sixties, it was not a popular thing, <laughs> and like no. at all. Um, and even 
and yeah we can talk about history as like oh it was a good thing doing it it's like well when it was back then it was it wasn't popular and you got you got to decide which side of history you're going to be so i could dive into a sort of political rant here but i won't because this isn't about me it's about Sinead. so uh, rest in power yeah well said well said thank mm. you very much all right let's lift the room back up now um but also sort of stay sad, but for different reasons. <laughs> what we're going to talk about next that has also genuinely upset me. Mm. <laughs> um, and a lot of people, I think. Uh, so uh, a few days ago, um, an announcement was made that I was only made aware of last night. Um, and that is the fact that uh, Disney, Walt Disney Studios have decided to cease all production of, um, and distribution of um, physical media in Australia. So all the, all your DVDs, all your Blu-ray, all your 4K, all your steelbooks, all what you got coming, you know, it's ending with the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is next week. It's happening soon. Um, so, yeah, hold on dearly to your, uh, <laughs> your Disney stuff, because um, it's probably going to be worth a lot of money soon as well, but also just to have it and to cherish it. Um, because this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> of physical <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> this is the beginning of the end. I knew this day was coming. I think I think we all did. Mm. Um, the beginning of the switch to digital. Um, so I don't blame Disney for making this decision uh, at all because it's, it's the, the turn of the tide. The, the pandemic brought it on sooner, you know. Um, that's just the way, unfortunately, uh, it is. Um and, and even as upset as I am, someone who has worked in the DVD selling industry <laughs> for nearly 15 years, uh, well, actually, I worked at Kmart before JB, so technically most of my life I've, mm. I've, been, I've worked somewhere that sold physical media. Um, I've stopped buying it, so I'm part of the problem, and I will, I will admit that, <laughs> that as upset as I am about this, I've also stopped buying DVDs and, and, and Blu-rays. Like, I, the only things that I buy... Um, are um, this, the MCU Steelbook collector's editions that they bring out, which are like 50 bucks a pop because they come with, you know, your shiny case, they come with your 4K disc and your Blu-ray and, you know, all of that. Um, and, yeah, and if I like a movie enough, I'll generally buy it. Um, and same with, like, music, like, CD. I'll always buy the bands and the singers that I love. I'll, I'll always buy them on CD. Cause I always want to have them physically. Um, but yeah, the rest is, it's all streaming now. It's all digital. Mm. So, but yeah, it's going to be sad. It's going to be very sad. And there's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of frustrated people coming to our work, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> Being like, what's going on here? Um, but yeah, it's the turn, turn of the tide. It's the sign of the times as Prince would say. Yeah. It's just, you know, is what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, I just kind of, I don't know, something kind of in me hoped that it would go on. Like, it would be a lot longer until we, we reach this day, but I guess not. I guess not. Yeah. So, we'll see how long before the other companies like Sony Universal and, and Roadshow, Warner Brothers, mm. they all decide to uh, stop distribution as well. Yeah. Hopefully, like, smaller companies like, madman here in australia hopefully they don't stop because somehow some, like some ways the only people have to watch certain films distributed by madman like you know certain anime or mm. uh, foreign films especially or indie films yeah madman is the only way to really get those um on physical d 
desk, really. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they don't go the way of the dodo soon, but, um, Mm. Eventually, it'll all be gone. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yay. <laughs> uh, anyway, Fulia, um, yes. how how are you feeling about this? Because I'm sure you probably don't... I know you've bought stuff, but I, probably not as much as me. But mm. I don't know. How is this sitting with you? Uh, look, uh, when I first heard the news, um, I was a little surprised but also not surprised at the same time yeah uh i i also had a feeling that you know it was coming to the point where we will be losing physical media because a lot of people are turning digital now um especially with all the different streaming services that are available um with you know the the giant libraries that these streaming services have available Mm. at everybody's palm of their hands now yeah uh so like it it's pretty much yeah it was it was inevitable that this was going to be the case that you know sales in dvds and blu-rays and other physical media is slowly pretty much dropping yeah um uh i am the type of person that used to buy a lot of dvds and blu-rays nowadays i am very picky about what i buy because i know that especially because of streaming services I don't go out of my way to buy them if I if I if I know I'm not going to watch it again. Um, yeah. I was at a point where I was collecting um, each of the MCU movies on on Blu-ray. Um, however, as of the I think it was the end of Phase Four, which would have been Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. As of that point, I have stopped buying the Blu-rays of, ah. um, of the MCU because I thought, you know what, I don't want to end up going out of my way to continuously buying them individually because that's what I was doing. Yeah. Originally, the so phase one I bought as one box set. But then from phase two to phase four, I was buying them individually mm-hmm. because I couldn't wait to get them. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to buy them individually. Um, but then I got to the end of phase four and now we're into phase five and I'm like... Well, now I kind of want to wait until Phase 5 gets put into a collection, which I don't think that's going to happen now. So we're not going to get that anymore, unfortunately. No. Uh, so I'm probably going to have to go out of my way to find those Blu-rays that I haven't picked up yet. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't even bought Quantumania yet because yeah. I didn't like it. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> like, the, the, And that's another thing, too. There are a lot of movies out there that you know people don't really like or they love but they don't really have the same amount of love to go out of their way to have it in their physical collection mm-hmm. um and for me even though there are movies out there that i absolutely do love um i'm just i'm not sure that for me at the moment because i'm also trying to downsize on my collection of things that i have in terms of physical media because yeah. i don't because I'm running out of space, essentially. <laughs> so um, now it's more of a, well, what what one do I really want to have in my collection? And for me, it's not the Marvel stuff that really is bumming me out. It's more the Disney animated stuff that bums me out because I'm not yeah. going to be able to get those anymore, especially yeah. the ones I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that Disney and especially Disney Pixar together uh, – they're going to have so many more amazing films coming at some point that I'm absolutely going to be in love with and I'm not going to be able to buy it 
physically, yeah. unfortunately. I won't be able to own it physically anymore. Um, so yeah. that's why, um, yeah, if you're the type of person who wants to buy physical media and you love these movies, please go out of your way and actually grab them before they go. Because with this announcement, I have a feeling that everybody's going to be buying up all of those Disney DVDs and Blu-rays yeah, that were distributed. I'm, I'm expecting to go back to work to an empty shelf on Tuesday. Yeah. The other thing that I have noticed, especially now working in the back of house of a retail store, um, as, as someone who actually processes the orders, I'm noticing less and less Disney distributed um, orders coming through. Oh. So that's I've noticed that. Well, the other thing I noticed too, and this made me think about it as well was the fact that Disney were doing for the first time ever a $10 movie sale and it was on stuff that wasn't like was on like everything almost and even good stuff like a lot of the Marvel stuff and the Star Wars stuff mm. and that set the, their stuff that sells even Quantumania like say what you will about it they never marked down like recent releases to 10 bucks that soon after coming out physically. Never. Yeah. That's never happened. So, so I, yeah, the, the, the trend yeah. of, you know, the, the promos that are going out right now for Disney distributed, um, physical media, you know, the fact that we're not getting as many orders into the store of those physical media, it definitely, it definitely before the news even broke, I definitely showed. Yeah, that we weren't getting. I've been noticing a lot of the fact that we're not getting as many DVDs or Blu-rays from Disney, uh, from Disney Entertainment. So, <laughs> I've, yeah, that's what I've definitely noticed before I saw the news. That's why I'm not surprised about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, um, but I am still a little, like, you know, sad about the fact that this is happening. So yeah. Yeah. Cherish those physical things because it's like like it happened with the VHSs. Once the once the DVD physical media is you know stopped being made, they're going to be very valuable at some point. Yeah, but the yeah, um, the transfer to uh, VHS to Disney, uh, to DVD or Betamax, whichever, um, was still physical media. Mm. mm. This is a bit but more this time around, Yeah, in this time, this in this particular case, you're not getting any more physical media now. It's literally going to be it's just going away. online. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think it's more to do with they. Uh, once they get rid of like physical media, a lot more people will subscribe to Disney Plus, which mm. is pretty much oh, yeah. their end goal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they've been very obviously very focused on their streamer since they announced it. You know, it's why they they went so fucking hard with all the content, um, you know, for everything so quickly. Now mm. we're all burnt out from some of it, but I mean, but then, but then that you have you take that and you have like the thing that you know the fact that they removed a bunch of shit as well um, mm. from from Disney Plus, and yep. now that stuff is also not going to be sold physically. So there's just going to be shit that Disney own that they're not going to distribute. No, mm. which is kind of shit. <laughs> I yeah. think. I don't, that makes me a bit angry. <laughs> it's deliberate lost media, like the yeah. Willow series. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The only the only way to actually watch that is illegal means. Yeah, it's like they're driving people to torrent sites as well. That what, what was like? I don't understand why they need to do that because tax. The whole point. 
well, the the whole the whole point of trying to get people from or to avoid people from torrenting all of their media is by actually giving them a place to watch it, mm. to to be able to access it. So I just I don't understand why they would do this, but you know, I think it's it's also more so because of the fact that when it comes to actually making. And the the actual DVDs and Blu-rays themselves, maybe the cost of that is probably something that they want to reduce. Um, so, you know, they're just mm. cutting out the, the middle production side of things, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Perhaps. Anyway, um, it's, yeah, it just, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Um, Michael, did you have any additional thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, it probably won't last long. Yeah. There's going to be a oh. there's going to be a, a demand for it later on down the track. I mean, you can you can see records like coming back uh, in a big bad way. Like people want physical media. I mean, they try to do it. They they're trying to do it with games and that. With with going to digital, it's like oh, it's easy. It's like but yes, now you're pest to a subscription service or uh, the the production companies saying, oh, we're not going to do this anymore. It's like, well, can can you, like, give us money back to what we can't play anymore? Because essentially you're cheating us out of money, like, down the track. And you, like, see that with Ubisoft and all that. So it's not... It, I, I don't think... And because we're not more self-aware and we're pretty much in the middle of, like, people being more aware of what media is doing, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to last long. And... And I, I have, the, I had that sort of feeling that it's like I heard this a couple of days, days ago before the confirmation that because um, Doctor Who is going through a weird stage where uh, I have to find physical copies of it because you can't get it on any streaming service uh, at the moment. It used to be on BritBox, but now they've taken that off. Um, and in Australia, you can't. We don't have like. Um, iPlayer, unless you do jiggery pokery, and it seems like they're probably going to be on Disney Plus now because they now have distributing rights outside of the UK. Uh, and there are, and with the um, uh, Doctor Who collection series, that that's also a big, big uproar because a collection that we couldn't get in Australia um, for five months. And we weren't sure how what was going on because it was Universal that w- was distributing it in Australia, but they've s- ceased doing that. And now, uh, I've got a UK version because I've got a Universal like player. Uh, but now, Sanity is doing pre-orders for uh, an Australian Region Four version, but now that. That's instead of eighty bucks, where it's u- usually, it's now a hundred and twenty. Hundred and twenty. Hundred and twenty, and even more than that. So, and now they've released that they're, they're going to release an- another one over in the UK, and we don't know where Australia can buy it because I've been trying to get a copy of it, but I'm going to have to wait until it actually gets released, and then I'm going to have to pay scalpers. And that's going to ramp up costs as well. So it's annoying, stupid, and I don't like it. Uh, 
No. And I'm a big, big fan of physical media. Uh, I know where it is. I, I've got a copy of it, so I can watch it any time. And um, down the track, I probably don't have to have a stream service anymore. And I don't want to be beholden by a streaming service or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just us cinephiles that are going to suffer. Otherwise, just normal people, people aren't who aren't me, normal people, going, oh, what's going to be on the Netflix? Okay, can't find it. Oh, well, we'll watch something else. No, this is cinema we're talking about. This is this is art, damn it. Mm. So, it's, uh, I don't like the idea. It's probably not going to last long because people are uh, waking up and smelling the coffee that what Disney is going to do. So, I feel like I'm going to have to do what I'm actually doing with Doctor Who is trying to find all the DVDs before before it's too late. And yeah, uh, any discounts on you uh, at uh, JB Hi-Fi? Yes. Okay, I haven't got this one, this one, this one, this one. And now that, and now that um, 20th Century Fox is in the mix, it's like oh god, even more. Yeah. Where am I going to get? <laughs> oh my god! We just extended the superhero section, and now it's going to have to be condensed again. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be, oh, it's going to be like a, not like barely a bay now. Yeah. God. Well, for those of you who are in Australia right now, JB Hi-Fi has a two for one TV shows. If you really want to get those, actually, technically no, because oh, that, that, that sale today? is ending in three minutes. So okay, no. well, never mind then. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> Reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough talking about work. Um, <laughs> let's keep it Disney as we switch to our next item, which is a little bit more promising. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, we have confirmation now that um, Donald Glover is going to be working with his brother Stephen to write the upcoming Lando series for Disney+. Plus. Um Apparently not even confirmed that he's going to be reprising the role, but I highly doubt it that he would be involved and then not performing the character. But that actually has not been uh, announced. The series has been in uh, in the works for a while. Um, The original uh, writer-director, Justin Simeon, uh, pulled out because he had to go and work on uh, The Haunted Mansion, which is coming out soon. Uh, he's directed that, so he had to switch switch gears and focus on that. So he had to step away, and yeah, and Donald and Stephen have stepped up to put their gloves on it. Um, thank Glovers. you. I'll see. I'll see myself <laughs> out. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's it's delayed though, of course, because of the writer strike. Um, hmm. They were apparently they ha- had started working on it, but now of course they can't. Uh, so who knows when that will return to production uh and we'll find out what what the show is going to be about but i i'm excited to see like still excited to see lando uh, again uh donald glover did a great job with him in solo i thought he was probably the best thing in that movie um so yeah um i'm looking forward to this when it eventually happens but it's probably a whiles away uh, a ways away even um fulia what do you think about the could we movies? say uh 12 parsecs away no. <laughs> Got him. Yep. Uh, okay, so I 
uh, as a as a casual Star Wars fan, <laughs> um, uh, this is this is actually really interesting for me. Hmm. Um, I'm hoping that if they're going with this with this whole series, that they do like a uh, like a p- prequel sort of a thing to his character, uh, or yeah. or sort of like just just to get some more insight into the character in, in as a whole. Because uh, there's only like bits and pieces that we know about him, but about about the character Lando from from what we've seen so far in um, in the actual main Star Wars, um, the original trilogy, and the um, and of course the the Han Solo movie, mm. um, the prequel movie that we got. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit more knowledge uh, about the character would be great. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'd be, I'd be very, I'd be very keen to check this one out. Um, but yeah, with with what's happening at the moment with the strikes and all that, um, I don't think it'll be coming out anytime soon. So no, um, probably a pin it for twenty twenty five, maybe twenty twenty six. Probably, probably twenty twenty six. Yeah, at this rate. So yeah, no, yeah. I'm 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 interested in in this series. So yeah, why not? Cool, Michael. Um, does this interest you at all? More stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be not too cynical. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch it if it comes out on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Having said that, it's a good opportunity to actually start up a um, a video rental shop. <laughs> oh, we're going you mean back. Like to, yeah, we're going back video to that. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> that will be an interesting adventure because all you have to do is just license license it out. I don't know what the parameters are, but it's definitely an interesting work venture. <laughs> you like Disney stuff? Here you go. You don't have to go to a streaming service. We've got everything. We got everything that they don't want you to see. We've got the Willow series. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably going to be illegal, but maybe Song of the South as well. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, <laughs> in all its problematic glory. But going back, more Star Wars. Yeah, more Star Wars. If it's Okay, if you enjoy that, I'm I'm burnt out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore, man. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Um, uh, uh, Donald Glover is a is a is a good savant when it comes to his stuff. Uh, I've only seen bits and pieces of Atlanta, uh, and and yeah. Mm. If they make it a musical, that would be cool. <laughs> I can't really add too much to it. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's uh, strike pending. So yep. mm. we can't really talk about it now because we're no. talking about a, a striked studio as well as Disney. But we are saying that Disney is a, uh, a terrible company anyway. So there we go. It balances out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hmm. It does. Um, all right, we got um, one more thing to talk about in the news, which is also shit, but also strike related. So, <laughs> y- yay, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, um, there's 
Well, first off, I will just mention I found out also that there's a rumour that Dune Part 2 might be getting delayed um, because of the strike. Even though that movie's been finished, I'm not. I'm guessing something to do with promoting it or whatever. As um, in Dune Two Part Two? Hang on, what? <laughs> Wait. No, Dune Two. Dune, Dune Part Two has. I thought that already came out. No. <laughs> no, that was Which Dune. We talked about. We talked about the trailer for it a couple of times. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dune no, trailer out. came out in June. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it's supposed to be coming out, I think, November. Ah, okay. Or December. But uh, there is rumours it might be getting delayed. Anyway, fingers crossed it doesn't happen, because, goddamn, I'll be very upset. But anyway, um, more importantly, movies that are delayed slash removed from schedule altogether because of the strike. Um, I'll talk about the big one last. Um, hmm. Craven the Hunter has probably got the biggest push... Oh, no. Um, we just, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Um, yeah, we're all very broken up about it. Um, so <laughs> the trailer, the trailer for that only came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it was supposed to be coming out this October, but now it has moved almost a year. It is now coming out on the 30th of August next year. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. That is. That is a huge move. Um, the other Big move um, is uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. Okay. So the sequel to Afterlife, the uh, sequel to Ghostbusters 2, which was a sequel to Ghostbusters 1. Uh, <laughs> just backtracking. Um, so Ghostbusters Afterlife 2 was supposed to come out at the end of this year for Christmas uh, in December, but it's now coming out um, on the 29th of March, 2024. Um, what else is there? Uh, the Karate Kid reboot that was announced not long ago. That's also been, um, shifted as well. Um, and, uh, two things, um, worth mentioning. The Bad Boys sequel and the, uh, third Venom film have new release dates. Um, the Bad Boys sequel, it'll be Bad Boys 5. It's coming out on the 14th of June next year. And, uh, Venom 3 will be in cinemas on the 12th of July next year. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, of course, the big one, the big, big one, that's got a lot of people really upset. And and also solidarity. Solidarity, as I say these words, I'm remembering solidarity. Um, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse has been removed from schedule. It In is not coming out. Definitely. Indefinitely, it is not coming out next March when it was supposed to. The reason for this, because of the strike, uh, the actors actually hadn't finished recording all of their lines yet. Oh no! Yeah. So the movie, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the movie wasn't done, um, and yeah, there's still work to be done. And because the you know these actors are part of SAG, SAG is striking, therefore they cannot work. Um, which means the movie. They can't even give it a new release date at this point because, of course, we don't know how long SAG will be striking for. Yeah. Um, we don't know what what kind of delay we're looking at. Um, but, yeah, basically, for those of you out there who didn't realise that Across the Spider-Verse was a part one of two that then got so frustrated at that <laughs> and then were like, oh, yeah, we only have to wait, like, nine months. Oh, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Just a little, just, just a little bit longer now. Yeah, it's very upsetting. Um, but, you know, hey, 
pay them what they fucking are deserved, <laughs> please. <Yeah. laughs> you know, now it's effect. It's starting to affect the consumers now. The people, we, the people who give you, the studios, your money, us, we have the power. Uh, it's affecting us now. So um, get your shit together. And pay <laughs> the actors. Pay the writers what they are owed. I know no one's listening to this podcast except us, but. <laughs> Uh, four people are. This is, this is my soapbox and I will stand on it. Um, <laughs> my party, I cry if I want to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We have a good time. Um, but yeah, pay them. Anyway, Fulia, um, thoughts on all of these shifts and moves and removes? Oh my goodness. Just pay those writers already. Come on. Pay them. <laughs> it's not that I... It's more, like you said, it's starting to affect us as consumers now. And we, we are in a, we are in a generation where entertainment is so important to us and it keeps us, it keeps us sane, sane. It keeps us entertained. Got us through the pandemic. Exactly. And it is now like we're getting to a point where we just we're 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 going to be suffering from lack of entertainment now. I mean, there's still a giant library of things that you can go out of your way to watch that are yes. on streaming services, yes, and that's totally fine. Absolutely. But we'll where if this continues, we'll get to a point where there's going to be nothing else for us to watch that we want to watch. Yeah, there's there's not going to be any new content. New content, which is what we always sort of thrive on. There's going to be a drought. Yeah, and (laughs) (laughs) what like I mean, here's the other side of this though. If you don't watch something, then you might be you might get a bit more active. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. We're talking about pitchforks. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> just you know it's you know it's not it's not just about us as consumers either <laughs> though like people are losing out on money people who work on these it's their yeah. jobs it's their livelihoods their yes you know they it's it's their careers it's what they get paid to do mm-hmm. and they're not able to do it now because of the fact that they're not getting paid enough no. They're not getting paid what they are deserved. No, so it's ridiculous. You know, just come to some form of agreement and just pay them what they like what th- they earn. They're literally not asking they're not asking for, you know, a huge slice of the pie. They just want it to make sense. <laughs> they want it you to know? be fair. Yeah. Fair compensation. Exactly. Yeah. They want a living wage. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like one of the reasons why I've, you know, I, I've been, cause I've been thinking about, you know, wanting to like, do I want to stick with writing my like fiction or do I want to learn how to do screenwriting and go into TV and film and whatnot? This shit is making me not want to do that at all. Like it's like, I'm like, that'd be cool. But no, I don't No Thanks. <laughs> mm. Even though obviously here in Australia, we're not affected by the WGA, but still, like the fact that that's something that is is a thing in the world. Is, yeah. Yeah. I. Mm, nope. Yeah. It's bullshit. It is. It's bullshit. Michael. Hello. Um, hello. 
Um, yeah. What are you? How are you feeling about? I mean, I think I probably know, but how are you feeling about all of these uh, change, release date changes, and and whatnot? Yeah, I sort of saw this coming. Um, they're going to push yeah. it, push it as much as they can because mm-hmm. new content is not going to be around for a bit, and it's pretty much who can. It's a game of chicken. Hmm. Who can do what? Who's hey, going to break first? Yeah, who's going to break first? And I'm thinking it's probably going to be um, the companies, because uh, there's. Um, because everyone is pretty much on the on the sides of the actors and writers. Mm-hmm. I know you like to play. And, um, yeah, and, I mean, yeah, it's going to suck for us uh, consumers. But, as I said, there's always, stu- there's always past stuff to watch. Except for, you know, Disney stuff. That's not going to be physical media. So we're going to have to... Buy that again, and over and over again, over and over and over again. Uh, yeah. So it's probably going to get worse. It's going to get worse. So I hope you enjoy live theatre. That's <laughs> probably that's well. Even that the um, there's actually a union over in America that's go, uh, that is the. Uh, the live performance guild that's going that's going to be you know going on strike as well because hmm. because go while the iron's hot i mean there was like the ups guys were going to go out go out on strike and that was going to hit the um economy as well and it's going to be mm. they're going to lose like se- like like 700 billion a week uh, and so they came around to say, "Hey, yeah, you can have air condition in in your vans. You can, you know, you can be paid a living wage because they because <laughs> everyone's starting to go. Hey, and this is what the world's going going to be. It's going to be a it's, there's going to be an uptick in in union membership uh, because mm-hmm. you know, twisted sisters. We're not going to take this anymore." Mm. We saw we saw you like earn so much money during the pandemic. You gouged so much money out of us. Uh, I'm looking at you, Harvey Normans and and Qantas, and then you turn around and say, "Hey, we we can't afford shit anymore, so we bump up the prices." It's like, well, you let off a lot of people in the, in the middle of a pandemic because you you earn like two hundred two hundred percent in profits and you wonder why we have no sympathy for you hmm. this is this is the world that we're living in now where the uh the down, downtrodden and the and the pause are going to say hey we're just going to laugh at you guys when you do implode in in, in a in a submarine there's no sympathy <laughs> you mean nothing to us <laughs> so i'm excited of what's going to come <laughs> because yeah um i don't think it's going to be like uh sag afro's go- i don't think sag afro is probably going to ask for a, a consumer boycott but i don't think we're going to be c- going to that because 
they they are not releasing anything and they're going to push it as far as they want so yeah power to the people power to the people yes rewatch mash there we go (laughs) which is what i'm doing (laughs) because there's nothing on yeah (laughs) already okay uh, all right, that's the nerdy news done, which means it's now time to roll one up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Okay, okay, two trailers to talk about, both for upcoming TV series. The first is uh, our first full trailer for... Uh, Netflix's attempt at another manga slash anime adaptation, and that is One Piece. Uh, One Piece. <laughs> One Piece. <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so uh, I've never watched a single episode of the anime or read any of the manga. Um, I know this series is quite prolific. Uh, it's very long. Um, I, I, fan, if you're f- like fans of the show are very dedicated, the ones that I, I'm friends with, it's like you're you're all in on on One Piece if you're in. Um, and so yeah, I've never engaged with it, but um, watching this trailer, like I'm, like it looks fun, it looks good. I just I'm s- just concerned that um, this is just another case of really good editing and really good score and and whatnot because like i remember the the cowboy bebop trailer when that dropped that looked pretty sick like that looked fun that looked good and then it came out and it was apparently very bad um so it didn't get picked up again but but yeah and because it's netflix again they haven't had a good run doing these but yet they keep putting all their money into them so it's just i don't know i don't know why but um but it looks, it does look good. Like I, I might, I might watch this. I don't know. It looks fun, and like the world looks very colorful and adventurous, and you know, the characters are very unique and and uh, individual and and kind of crazy and kooky and and it yeah, it looks like a great world to be a part of. Um, and this trailer does a very good job of selling that world. I think so. I just hope there's more to it. Than this trailer being good, I hope it's a genuinely good series. Not just for, not just to have something good, but just for you know the fans of this sh- this stuff that are just fed up with <laughs> with you know Americans trying to make, uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm. Trying I get to it. Say. Yeah, yep, I get it. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. We'll see if it's good. But I, it's a good trailer. It's mm. a good trailer, and it looks fun. So yeah, yeah. My fingers are crossed. <laughs> um, Fulia, how about you as, you know, probably the, the, the resident most watcher of anime and mm. reader of manga? How are you feeling about this? So I've never actually read the manga, but okay. I have watched like, a, you know, the first little portion of the, of the actual anime mm-hmm. uh, back probably about 10 years ago, maybe. Um, so from what I'm seeing... I don't you're seeing it. I feel like you're seeing it with different eyes than me. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I'm a little a little skeptical on the CG that's in this. Yeah, okay. In in certain aspects. That's fair. Um and the way that some of the characters are actually being portrayed. Mm. Um 
especially because in the anime, because the characters are there's like the different shapes and sizes and designs of these of these characters, but in the live action, there's only so much of that you can really bring into it. So a lot of them are still very human-like mm-hmm. in terms of body shape. Right. Where some of these characters don't, even though technically human, they have these like special abilities, and it's it just doesn't. It I don't know if it translates well into live action mm. in that term. Uh, like just like the art style of it all. Uh, one of the scenes being where one of the cl- the clown character that you know where we in the in the circus tent and all of a sudden his body part splits into pieces. Yes, that's a little bit. That's the CG that I'm talking about that I'm not quite sure about. Oh, okay. I thought I thought the arms looked worse, mm. but yeah, fair enough. So uh, that. Luffy's stretching of his limbs because his character is very elastic. Um, So I don't know about the CG on that. Uh, But I feel like the characters that the, the, the the cast that they've, um, that they have um, put words, Uh, (laughs) the actors that they have cast for the roles of these characters. Mm -hmm. um, I think, think they have chosen really well okay uh so they do kind of look similar to the characters from the actual series mm-hmm. uh and yeah look i'm i'm somewhat interested in checking it out i'm not putting high hopes into it so my expectations are going to be set quite low for this mm-hmm. because of other live action animes <laughs> that we've seen in the past uh so I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm not as invested in the series of One Piece as what a lot of anime fans are, yep. especially uh, since I haven't really touched it since the beginning of it, and it's already in the thousands with yeah. their episode so number. Many, yeah. So <laughs> I'm just like, mm, I've only touched like maybe maybe five percent of yeah, not even yeah. of the show, and I don't know what's happened for the rest of the show. And, and this particular series, the story itself is really huge. So however they're going to tackle this in this Netflix um, series, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. So I might see, I might watch it, but it might make me more inclined to watch the anime more <laughs> instead. <laughs> so we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. Michael, what did you make of One Piece? No, you're muted. Am I? (laughs) No, I'm not. Um, It's all a lie. Um, Yeah, it. I think yeah, this goes hand in hand with like the the meme, the the live action, live action anime versions from Netflix. One season, one and done. Mm. But they threw so much money into it. It's it's unbelievable. And and I know of it, but I haven't seen any of it. But as a kid, I used to lo- love pretending to be a pirate. Like, pirates were my thing, like, growing up. Like, constantly watching Pirates of Penzance. And, uh, and when I was a teenager, you know, the... 
Pirates of the Caribbean came out. It's like, ah, more pirates. Hmm. But will I watch this as an adult? <laughs> now that I know that, you know, pirates aren't all that, you know, aren't all that, you know. <laughs> you want to watch some pirates, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll see if it's uh, got the um, sign of approval from, from, from the children. <laughs> you know, if they sit down and watch it. Like, hmm. literally sit down and watch it. I mean, this one is yeah. really into Bluey. <laughs> and this looks colourful and and creepy and weird. And, yeah, Stretchy Man wants to be pirate, pirate king. <laughs> yeah, king of the pirates. King of the pirates. Will he become king of the pirates at the end of the season? Probably not. Otherwise, it finishes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if right now in the anime series if he's become the king of the pirates. I don't. I haven't really kept up with the story. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Why'd you take off your pants? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm babysitting at the same time. Hey. Yes. So, it's a thing. It's a thing. Mm. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yes, well Should I should I say or are we still not gonna say when things are coming out? Uh, Netflix is a struck company, so who cares? Don't yeah. watch it. Who cares? <laughs> it's cynical Mike this time. It's coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out soon. Alright. Uh our second and second trailer. Second and final trailer <laughs> um, for this this week. Uh, is, I mean, we can uh, always watch the Saw trailer. Ugh, no. Or the the Exorcist trailer. Ugh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're welcome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Our second trailer uh, is um, for uh, a spin-off from. Um, a series that Mike and I greatly enjoy that Fulia probably I think you said you weren't watching this no 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 no, no. That's, that ship has sailed um, same guy does Invincible yeah Kirksman no? okay. Kirksman <laughs> anyway the boys Gen V Gen V this is the uh, spin off show out of the boys uh, basically uh, set at the college where all the young soups go to learn how to be soups in the the, the Vought way, basically. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't really sold with this trailer at first until it started getting to the darker shit. <laughs> because at first I was like, oh, this just looks like fucking uh, R-rated CW. Like, it just... <laughs> New Mutants. Yeah, like it just it didn't grab me, um, which is disappointing because I I love the boys. But um, but yeah, by the time the trailer kind of hit its dark turn and started showing us a bit more violence and um, like I really like that shot of that guy's that? fist in the mouth. That was Ugh. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was great. Um, and that brief shot we got of someone ripping out a muppet. <laughs> like head and like spine and shit. Oh fuck, that was good. <laughs> uh, 
That was great. Um, but yeah, like it just seems, yeah, it seems like it might be, like I was going to watch it anyway, but like it, it seems like it's not just, I, I, yeah, I wrote it off a bit too early, I think. So um, yeah, it looks fun. It looks gory. It looks bloody. It looks fantastic. Um, the only thing I will say I didn't like about this trailer, why the fuck were they censoring the swearing? I suppose it wasn't technically a Red Bands trailer. But but you're, you're literally seeing a fist come out of someone's jaw in their mouth. And there's blood everywhere. But we're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we can't hear anyone say fuck or dick or Don't be rude. Else. <laughs> <laughs> See? Mr. Sensor. Uh, yeah. Mr. Sensor. <laughs> I don't understand that. And it kind of threw the vibe off a little bit. I'm like, just let them swear. <laughs> like, we've watched trailers when people... Anyway, whatever. That's my only gripe. Um, nothing to do with the show. Just the trailer itself. But this is Trailer Park. So we, we do talk about trailers. Um, Fulia, I know you are marking your calendar with the release date on this one, right? Totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> after Invincible, she's going straight into the boys. Oh, yeah. It'll be take two with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, can watch, she can watch Invincible. She can watch the boys. Yeah. Hey, cartoon, cartoon violence is different to real life violence. Not yeah, really. Yeah. Especially with violence in the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is not for me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, well, I know nothing about... The boys in general, the Gen V is just gonna completely lose me anyway. So yeah, you would probably have to watch the boys. Yes. Nah. Oh, excuse me to understand. Yeah. You watch yeah, X Men. No. Yeah. Well, it's a school of ba- superheroes, so Gifted. same thing. Yeah. Just more. Same, same but different. <laughs> just more cartoonish violence. Not cartoonish violence. <laughs> well, a, a fist coming out of someone's mouth is not cartoonish. <laughs> I was really not expecting that, and it I. took me it, it took to me. me a moment to be like, "Oh, okay, that's a fist." <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a, a fist. <laughs> yep. Um, it's not a fun kind. Of, no, I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> it's not a fun time. Getting getting a fist. Let's move on, shall we, mm. Michael? What did you think? Oh, <laughs> You poor thing. I liked it. Of uh, course you did. Yeah, I was. Well, shush. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit concerned it being like, um, you know, catering for for the younger demographic, and you know, as you said, CW sort of version, but gratuitous violence. It's always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something that's out of the ordinary, and and it's fun. You know, X Men on steroids. Uh, on Vort, sorry. <laughs> on v, on Compound V. Mm, yes. Compound V. And I just love the fact that um, because the boys are so big, you can do spin-offs now. Mm. Yeah. That's great. Has it got anything to do with the, the series? Probably not. I think it's just going to be a nice little story like, eh, it's over here, it's in the same universe. Uh, and, yeah, one of those. And just loose ties with uh, characters from the boys. Like, I don't, I don't expect, you know, uh, 
any characters coming in i'm thinking well it's it's all to do is like yeah striving to be the 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 seven and you could be the next one and you know and a hidden hidden the hidden the the hidden secret of uh the, you know there's no such there's no such thing as superheroes it's all fabricated spoilers for the yep. boys <laughs> but yeah really enjoy it and there's a good tie tie in uh good t- not tight tie over tie in crossover good tie, well i'm thinking a good a good good appetizer for the next season that's yeah it's a good thing to air yeah, tie tied us over tie us over that's that's the phrase yes phrasing fisting yep. <laughs> he. Yep. Yeah. So this is this is Amazon Prime. Yep. Prime Video. Yeah. Pay your actors and writers properly. Yeah. It's coming out soon. Striked. <laughs> Struck from the record. Um. Cool. Well, that was Trailer Park. Done. Rolling all the way on out. And uh, yeah, let's just get this over with. It's yeah. time. For the moment, segment, section, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, popcorn culture. Yeah. It's the popcorn culture. It's popcorn culture time. Um, and we're here to talk about. We're here to remember the fond <laughs> memories of the remnants of the MCU. <laughs> We're here to discuss our thoughts on uh, episode six, the finale of Secret Invasion, which was titled Home. Um, There's no place like home. Should have been titled Rushed. Um, (laughs) Should have been titled... uh, Okay. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Uh, We're doing that. Waste potential. Uh, yes, yes, wasted potential. Um, yeah, my overall thoughts on this. Yeah, it's fine. Is it? <laughs> it's not really. I mean, this was <laughs> like it's like it's not a bad series. It's not a great series. It's just uh, I don't know. I just I thought they were. I thought this was gonna be like you know bringing back those sort of Winter Soldier spy vibes, you know? It looked like that's what it was doing. Um, it just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, guys. I don't know what's happening. Is this how DC fans feel? No, I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am a DC fan. No, because they actually do, uh, the MCU actually does shows. Yeah, yes, yes, that's true. That's and true. good movies. Yes. Sometimes. Um... Yeah, sometimes. Um, but yes, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's fine. Like, it's one of. I wouldn't say it stuck the landing. I will just say that it stuck the landing and wobbled a little bit and then corrected itself. I guess I don't know. It's just a bit of a thing. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. Like it's it wrapped up everything it needed to wrap up. Really, all the loose ends that we were concerned about. We had some questions answered. I have a lot of emotions about one thing in particular. I wonder which thing that is. Mm. Um, 
And uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, there wasn't a lot to this finale. It was kind of like... It just feels tacked on. Like, some of these MCU shows, when they get to their finale, it just feels like... A, not an afterthought, but it just feels like they unnecessarily split five and six in two and should have just released it as one. Because it feels like you're... Not even... I mean, yeah, five is building up to this, but then it's like... It's like a... Instead of a... Sort of a thing. Mm. You know? I don't know. It just was over very quickly and... I Yeah. And we had to have a CGI fight for fucking reasons like I didn't need this show did not need that I didn't think this show was going to do that and then it did and I was like well shit I guess this is where we are and I also have thoughts about that do you Uh, remember that that joke in She-Hulk where they they were sort of doing a commentary on like CGI fights on the end product of a TV show and they actually did it in this yep with no hint of irony yep no irony whatsoever yeah it's uh it's a, it's a, it's it's a good that's a good example of of what the fuck is going on, like what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. I nah. anyway, that's my t- initial takeaway. Fulia, <laughs> keep the good vibes going. What's what did you think? Um, I don't know how to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no good vibes, so you can keep it going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, uh, for, for an, I was really thinking that this episode would have been a lot longer considering that it was the final episode of the season of the show itself. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they decided to just wrap it up in like half an hour, you're right. It's definitely rushed. They, they could have really released this with episode five essentially and just made it a five episode show um the just you know overall the the they've they've tied up a couple of loose ends but i don't i feel like there's still something going on uh and the fact that i was i was surprised that by the end of the episode there was nothing no post credit scene nothing to tie into whatever's I next. I know, what the hell? Which which annoyed me because the moment credits hit and then it's it the the, the video shrunk. Yeah, and I know, I did the same I was thing. Like, Wait, hold on a second. Same what? Thing. No post credits? So I went back into it, watched the credits and, and still no- yeah. nothing. Yeah. So I was very disappointed. <laughs> no. No Carol Danvers. No, so um I think because of what's happening right now with the strikes, I feel that the reason why they didn't have that is most likely because Aww. they didn't have a chance to put it together. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's hard to say. Yeah. It depends It depends on when they stopped filming and when they were doing reshoots and if the discussions of any kind of post-credit scenes were ever on the cards or not. Mm. Um, just depends. Because, yeah, the writer strike has been going on for almost three months but um the actors only struck a couple weeks ago so it's, yeah it's tricky tricky yeah. but yeah you, you might have a good point you might yeah. yeah um yeah overall i yeah mixed feelings just mixed feelings and, and that and that fight that cgi fight just we'll talk about it don't yeah. worry yeah, mi- talk- like i said mixed feelings mixed feelings. <laughs> mm. yeah. okay michael hit it i was uh hesitant and worried last week and 
my worry was justified. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah, it, it tied up all the loose ends, but it added something, some things that I wanted to see that during the show. And we'll yeah. get into that later. And uh-huh. it was... I saw the twist coming in a mile off, and then I thought, okay, that's that's an obvious twist. What's going to be the even bigger twist? There wasn't one. That they were they were putting all their bets onto that. So so yeah, and <laughs> and the fact that this TV show that I was hoping for, I, I had hopes for this. That it could have been my, one of my favourite shows because you know espionage and and geopolitical like stuff and with little hints of like the Red Scare and the invasion of the Body Snatchers and all all that and I got nothing I got absolutely nothing it was it was essentially a epilogue for a movie that's going to come out and and not do anything. I mean, a, pro- it, a prologue. It, yeah, it was setting it was setting up for for uh, the like the uh, possibly for the Marvels and possibly for for the the um, Hulk two movie. Or sorry, should I say Captain America four? Um, it puts an interesting aspect for the um, Armor Wars. On where Rhodey, Rhodey is in his current life, and mm. and not having the audience like have a decent like thing within that, it's just whoever knows who guesses. It's up to it's up to the other production company to do, well production side to do the armor wars of where they're going to um, take this baton and run with it. It was just a big load of nothing, and I was very disappointed, and and that's why I didn't want to uh, finish Good Omens, because I've been burnt, and I don't want to be burnt again. <laughs> uh, I don't want to yeah. be burnt by by the bear, but, <laughs> but I'm enjoying the bear. Um, yeah, it was just... I was, I was very disappointed... Having, because I was hoping for like this phase of the MCU to to have yeah good and bad stuff, but it's I don't know. Should I watch the next one? Is Loki going to be good? I don't know. <laughs> That's a question that I've been asking myself lately, and I hate that I am. It's like, but it's mm. true. Is Loki going to be good? We don't even know. Flippin' hell. <sighs> I, mean, I mean, Loki does have the same writers, I'm pretty sure, as the first season. So that might be different directors. They've got the, the Hawkeye directors. Uh, so it's, yeah. But yeah, don't, don't, Kendall, stop. <laughs> don't get excited. Yeah, can we? They put out a... They, they put out a poster too, by the way. I didn't put that in the news because it's just a poster. Ah, it's just Loki just running around on a clock. Loki's running on Miss Minutes. Yeah. It's very cool. I liked it. Something anyway, to do with let's, time. 
Something to do with time. Ooh, I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, let's just get into this so we can get out of here. Because uh, <laughs> I don't think we have a lot of positive things to say. I have one positive thing, but we'll get to that shortly. Um, yeah, so the episode, where where do we, we start, basically, with, you know, uh, Vara slash Priscilla's, you know, she's at her, at her place and she's on the run. She's about to finally leave. And then Nick Fury calls and... Um, it's a bit awkward and it's a bit off and we find out why it's off later on. That was really good on a rewatch. I watched this episode twice. I did this to myself twice for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Hoy. Um, the things I do for content. Anyway, um, and yeah, watching it, watching it back was really cool because you know that it's not Nick Fury. But at the time you're watching this, you're like, oh, it's, it's Nick. Um, so that was, that was interesting. And then, of course, you know, we get... Um, the, the kind of the setup of we're playing two scenes simultaneously to lead towards this twist and you don't like when I watched it the first time I didn't see the twist coming at all I'm one of those people that gets so engrossed in what I'm watching that sometimes I'll just unless it's super obvious and spelled out um yeah I, I miss shit like this all the time so I was that I will just say that was the one good thing about this episode that I really liked was the fact that they made us like I I know I talked to a couple of friends that were like oh no it was obvious but for me anyway it was like they made us think that yeah it was Nick Fury with um Gravik the whole time but it wasn't Mm. um I thought that was really cleverly done but but yeah so you have one half of this is Nick goes to the you know New Skrullos and to to give the harvest to Gravik and they get into a you know a very interesting confrontation that you know, Fury doesn't really respond to in character at all. And again, you see, you re- you watch back, and you when you know, and you see the signs of like, oh, he wouldn't say this. Might, for example, when he talks about the blip and about how he says he felt like relief that he didn't have to do this anymore. I'm like, bitch, the last thing you said was motherfucker as you were fading away. Yeah. That doesn't sound like relief why is, to me. Why is Fury being so dumb? Why is he walking into a radioactive place and he's like, <coughs> surely you would have a fail safe. You are mm. more, you are more smart than this. It's like, yeah. oh, my pills yeah. are going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This I was fury. waiting. Yeah. I was waiting to see what the plan was. I believed it was still Nick. Cause I'm, yeah, I'm, look, I'm a bit gullible, but I, but I was like, what's the plan here? Where are we going with this? Um, but I, what did you guys think of um, uh, uh, Kingsley Benadire, his performance in this episode during these moments? Like, I feel like this is a guy who's come from theatre because when I was watching him, I mean, it helps that there was no music going on, but when he was, like, delivering his sort of monologue at Fury about, like, you know, and he got so angry and, like, I'm going to wipe humanity off the face of the earth and he's like screaming in his face and then uh you know and i need you to know it's because of you that this is happening and all this yeah like that was really intense i liked it i thought it was good um but i don't know it didn't i I don't know this it still felt like something was missing it felt like to me that they were trying to have their cake and eat it too with this Mm. like they were like here's the big like discussion scene with the villain and the, the hero, um, a la the end of Loki, when it's just a conversation. Um, 
And then we get the big fight still. Like, they cram in a fight still. Mm. Um, I don't know. What did you, what did you think about, what did you think about, like, Gravik and his just kind of losing it at Fury in this scene? Yeah, I felt like it was maybe strawn out a little bit too long. Like, the fact that he, um, was having his whole, you know, you, you realize I'm gonna, you know, make this planet extinct of humans. Mm -hmm. Why are you not doing anything about it now? Kind of monologue. Yeah. Um... And he's also in some sort of like disbelief that he that that Fury has brought the harvest to him. He's like, yeah. you're, you're gonna give this to me, are you? But what's the catch? What yeah. do you want out of this? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like you, I believed it was Nick Fury. Mm. Uh, but my my thoughts were also like, oh well, hold on. By the time it got to the, like, by the time, I, I think for me it was, maybe I realized a bit too late that by the time the, uh, the Gravik switched on the machine and they were both in, mm. in, in the parameters of that machine, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, hold on a second. How can you do that if Nick's still in there? Well, m- my thought process was, oh, it must be only designed to work on scrolls. And what, and that he would die within that? Oh, it just, I have. I figured nothing would happen. That's just where my brain went. But I mean, I suppose okay. it, I suppose Gravit could have thought maybe that it would have killed or or hurt Fury, but it did nothing. Like it did nothing, and he didn't seem shocked that it did nothing either. And yeah. he wasn't shocked until the moment that he, you know, defended his attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. He's like the the performance by Kingsley Kingsley Benedier. Yeah. It was well done. Mm. I just, yeah, I think you might be right in the fact that he did sound like he was, like, projecting a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was. He was. Oh, it was it good, was, but it, it was, was. Yeah, a lot okay. of a ye- lot of yelling. Um, yeah. Uh, very very theater like. Yeah. Very very dramatic and passionate mm-hmm. about the cause, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and plus, I suppose he's been holding in this anger for like 25 years at this mm. point, like 25, 30 years of just, I, you know, of just broken promise after broken promise. Like you said you were going to do this shit and yeah. now humanity is going to suffer because you couldn't stand up to what you promised. Like, yeah. Yeah. I get what he's saying. Mm. He's a fucking idiot, but yeah, he's dead now. It's fine. Um, <laughs> or is he? Or is he? Yeah, Michael. What did you think about the that half that half of this finale? That was you know the the conversation, I suppose, between Fury and um, Gravit. Well, I did like the fact that um, people uh, in this are good actors, and they can do do whatever they yeah. and they. And they do give a stellar performance. It's just the modem, uh, the the motives are getting a bit iffy, especially with this last uh, episode. I mm. mean, Gravik pretty uh, pretty much goes, "Oh, thank you for the thing. Just check it." And yeah, cool. And we and we don't know if um, if it if this this um, arc would work on humans or not they didn't really specify if it was or not they probably said something like later on but we don't know uh don't know if it would work 
but then yeah it's yeah it didn't, uh, we wouldn't yeah yeah it's just the motives that are just weird and 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 annoying because <laughs> then it, it, you fell into my trap it's like well we sort of saw the trap surely the audience should not see the trap Mm. Then it would be a more heart wrenching. It's like, oh, what's going to happen? It's like, hmm, interesting. Interesting. Yes. Um. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, as you said, fully. The you know, Gravik uses the machine to uh, turn himself finally into the Super Scroll proper, um, with an incredible amount of abilities. Um, and this is where my criticisms really start <laughs> because for one, he turns into something that looks like what if, if Thanos was a scroll, essentially just, he'd feel like really just, he had the, he had like a Thanos chin sort of going he was on. He's big and bulky. He's big and bulky and yeah. abomination esque as well. Like it was very, like, designs fine. Not the problem. The problem for me was why does Gravik look like that and then Gaia just looks like Gaia? Yeah. Maybe because we, we haven't really seen Gravik be Scroll for a while, only for, uh, what was it, last last week? Last episode that he, that he went full Scroll and he was, he didn't have his shirt off so we didn't really see his uh, Scrolly Svik. So, so we went, so we weren't entirely sure, but I don't know. Um, uh, oh, what's her name? Sorry, Gaia. Gaia. Her having Drax's arm was a bit weird. That's that was my next point. So, I've okay. Well, look. I think the reason why uh, they kept her looking like Amelia Clark and not made her scroll like she didn't even shift to her scroll form. She still looked like Amelia Clark. I feel like they did that because they wanted to make it easier to differentiate. Scroll, scroll. Are you saying the audience are, are, are racist against squirrels? They all look the same. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, that's just the theory. Um, but yeah, that was a bit weird. And then, yeah, the fact that... Yeah, that Drax arm. <laughs> little, uh, little baby arm. I didn't... I didn't like it. I didn't like that at all. Um, I, I got what they were trying to do with this with the CGI in this fight. And for the most part, it looked pretty cool. It looked all right. Like, it wasn't perfect. I mean, again, it's hard to make shit like this perfect when, you know, they're overworking their effects artists as much as they are. Um, up to the but, date. Um, yeah, up to the fucking day of release, basically. Um, so it was still quite impressive. Um and it was an interesting way to shoehorn in a CGI fight of like, let's just make them both super scrolls and then everything will be fine. They're both um, OP. Let's see what happens. They're both OP, exactly. Um, but yeah, the Drax arm was weird. It looked out disproportionate, even though they were trying to still make it like it's her arm, her size. But it was just still, I don't know, it just looked out of place. Whereas the other arms, for some reason, didn't look as bad. I don't know. It was, it was an interesting visual choice. Um, the one, the one interesting thing that I noticed on the rewatch too, is when Gravik 
uses like he his arm switches into Corvus Glaive and he starts doing the the levitating of the objects and whatnot. Um, like it was cool to see that come back, but he had his rings on. Like I don't know if they have gravic they were Gravix rings, but I noticed like Corvus Glaive's hand had rings on it, and I'm mm. just wondering if if that was Gravix if they were Gravix rings or uh, Corvus Glaive's rings. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. I think Corvus um, Glaive's. Just you know, why would he he be wearing his rings? That's weird. I mean, I think it's to do with uh, how come scrolls can change their clothes at the same time. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. I suppose some of them do. Yeah, I, I suppose it's just people out there. It's like, oh, what's that hand for? It's like, oh yeah, it's for that yeah. guy. For that guy, that guy. But yeah, it was a, it was an interesting fight, um, and it kind of was sort of an unceremonious end for for the villain of the season. Mm. Like, like it it didn't last too long. It lasted fine. Like, it wasn't too brief. Sometimes these fights can be either too brief or too long. But just the way that he kind of died was just a bit... Like, whose power did she use to do that? FYI. Carl Danvers. Probably Captain Marvel. Oh, it was a Captain Marvel. Yeah, shoot, like, shooting him. Does with, she have with, that ability to, like, blast people? I can't even remember. Oh, yeah, was she... Yeah, yeah maybe. She, she's all yeah. pew. She's all pew pew. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's fair. I did. I, the one thing I think I, think I did fi- find funny was, and I hope they do this when they do the um, if they it, they do the everything wrong with they do the cinema sins version of it, and they have Amelia Clark going, uh, "Hello, my name is Anigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die." <laughs> like, she 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 totally did that in this. You killed my father. You killed my mother. Mm. Uh, it just made me laugh. Um, but yeah, it was a fight. It wasn't great. It wasn't amazing. It was very mid. Uh, um, <laughs> Fulia, what are your thoughts on on the climactic fight between Gravik and Gaia? Um, I was just sort of watching to see what DNA I could actually pick out. Yeah, yeah. That was um, that was the probably the exciting part of it. I was like, yeah, because I, this person, I this saw person. was it Carol Danvers. I saw Hulk. I saw. Um, Thanos, I saw Korg. Mm-hmm. I saw Korg, yeah. uh, I think Groot was another yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was in there? Like, I feel like there was maybe one or two more others. In- well, who was the one with the ice? That's our, who I couldn't figure I out. I couldn't figure out the one with the Unless ice that's, that, spear. that was the ice thing that they were talking about. But then again, that wasn't part of the harvest. I don't know. I have to yeah, look it up. Mm. You keep um, yeah, so... That for me, that the, was the fun Loki. part of oh, what the frost giants, yeah, ice giant. Nah, the runt, <laughs> the runt. <laughs> the runt. Uh, um, list of... Yeah, so for me, it was the fun part of that sequence was just picking out what DNAs from what superhero it was from. Yeah. Um, the way that they changed between the different powers was a little bit weird for me, um, especially when they were doing one arm is one thing and the other arm is another thing, uh, where it's kind of like half the torso. Yeah, that was yeah. in the comics though. Yeah, it still looked really. It's weird. Yeah, jarring. Yeah, uh, and especially on Amelia Clark uh, when she was like doing the half half thing as well. Um, 
And then, yeah, just the, the, the fight sequence wasn't as epic, to be honest. Because they were both pretty much sort of on par with each other with powers. I have to make a correction. Mm. Uh, Ebony Moore, not Corvus Glaive, was the, um, the, the levitated dude. Okay. Yes. Oh, Squidward. Yes. Yeah. Squidward, yes. Yes, sorry. Ebony Moore, not Corvus Glaive. Corvus <laughs> Glaive is the other one. Um, and uh, Frost Beast is Frost where Beast. these powers of Frost are coming from. Yeah, from right. the first Thor film. Ah, okay. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so the the the, 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 the battle sequence wasn't really the greatest, um, as you said. I think just the the CGI of it all just really put me off, <laughs> and it's not and it wasn't really that epic, especially because as I was saying, they're kind of on par with each other because they're pretty much got the same powers now. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, so they're both same same strength, same powers, but in the end. Gaia gets the best of him and shoots him with a laser beam, which was the Captain Marvel of it all. Yeah. And he's, he dies with a hole in his body, mm. which reminds me of that that comedy movie with Goldie Horn and... <laughs> I forgot the name of it, though. Oh. Death Becomes Her. Probably that oh, one. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yes, okay. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I was thinking Tron of the Dead. Well, I... You know, with Bloody Mary. I didn't... It pushes her over and she gets impaled by the... Yeah. By the thing yeah. and she gets up and then the awesome camera shot There's where a hole. You, you can see, yeah. see through her. It's a great shot. <laughs> awesome shot. Yeah. Awesome shot. I just, yeah. That the ba- that battle sequence wasn't the greatest. No. Yeah. Um, Michael, what did you what did you think of the the, the two OPs... Going at it. Boring. <laughs> if I was, if I was, if I didn't watch as much like superhero stuff that I have, it would have been interesting. But it's like, well, they're, they're on par. So it's all to do with uh, who's the better, who's the better tactician when it comes to battles. Yeah. But. There's no really tactician when you just egg someone about their dead dad. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, bang. Oh, yeah, cool. And that's the end of that chapter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on, buddy. Life's going great. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Shall I move on to the next thing, or do you have anything else you want to add? I can't really add much to it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, the concept is awesome, and it's just... When you're, when you're building up a television series where, where it's all to do with our great like set pieces of people just talking, and then you end up with like a CGI fight, it's disheartening. It's like, surely yeah. it should have strived for... like like Gravik and Fury just talking to each other and no they, they go back to basics they didn't do that I mean that's 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 what I honestly thought what I thought they were going to do I thought it was going to be a, you know a meeting of minds like you know we had some like you just pointed out we had some great dialogue scenes this season like you know the one with the first time Rhodey and Fury crossed paths before we know we had confirmation that Rhodey was a scroll. Like that scene was really, really good. All the scenes between 
Fury and Talos were fantastic. Talos and Gravik in the museum was awesome as well. So it's, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, disheartening is the good word for it, um, that they leaned into old old habits. Surely, um, surely they should have done the parable of too much power. Like Nick would get, yeah. give him the, the, the vial and then he gets all this power and then he becomes too powerful and he blows himself up or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. But no. No. Hubris. No, we don't get that. Hubris always yeah. wins. Hubris always wins. Um, all right. Well, let's switch it up and talk about what's going on at the hospital. Um, so, Rody is just. Oh, sorry. Scrody. Um, <laughs> Scrody. Is Scrody is just mm. desperate for um, the president to declare war on Russia, um, and. Like, if you didn't know Rhodey was a scroll, yeah. like, come on. Like, the desperation, the just willing to, like, be confrontational with, you know, uh, one of his colleagues. And, I mean, he's, I know he's, like, an advisor to the, the president, but, like, the fact that he's, like, I even took the liberty of drafting you a, a statement that you need to make to the people because they need to hear the truth and rah, rah, rah. And I'm just like, you wouldn't be doing that. Why is he doing that? That's weird. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, then obviously... Uh, uh, Sonia and, and Fury uh, begin their assault. And um, uh, before... I like before the reveal, like, you just see the Secret Service members going down. And you don't know who's putting them down. And I was, like, racking my brain trying to figure out, oh, who is it? Because Fury's with Gravik. Who's doing the shooting here? Um, my brain went to Sonia. Yeah, right, okay. Like, she could be badass enough to be able to do she that. She could, she could, she could. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm not giving her enough credit. No. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, or maybe it was just one of her goonies that was actually good. Oh, yeah, see, I just... Oh, yeah, I was just... I was just trying to figure out who the fuck it was. And mm. It just wasn't coming to me. So, yeah, when they revealed that it was actually Fury, that made a lot of sense. Mm. Um, of course. But, but yeah, so basically, yeah. They assault... They, they try and, you know lure out the president so they could lure out Rhodey and take care of him, Scrody. Um, and, uh, and yeah, shit goes sideways, uh, a little bit. And, uh, but the heroes win the day. And I got to tell you, it was a bit creepy seeing a bullet go through <laughs> Don Cheadle's head. <laughs> I'm like, Oh no, I should be sad at an image like this, but I'm not cause he's a scroll. So yeah. it's, it's fine. It's okay, guys. It's okay. Um, yeah, and then I guess what I didn't like about it was the fact that the president decided to be a dickhead and declare war essentially on the scrolls, uh, which essentially which led just... to just bullshit and bullshit. But it was very, yeah. it was very good, like political commentary mm. on on the real world a little bit, just especially with the way of like you know people taking it so extreme that they don't care. Like if you're a like they, if they think they have enough evidence to say that you're a scroll, you they'll just kill you. Like I like. It's essentially f- a witch hunt now. Yeah, I liked the fact that they showed us. You know, they showed Shooter McGavin getting shot to death, and then he's still a scroll, and then they s- switch it up and go to the British Prime Minister, and it was actually the British Prime Minister, not the scroll version, um, who got killed. So it's yes, that was pretty chaotic. Mm. Um, yeah, could but have yeah. been a, could have been um, a very interesting element all throughout the TV show. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like here's a glimpse of what you could have had <laughs> in this whole thing. Yeah, it was it wasn't it wasn't great, but yeah, it was it was an interesting 
that whole thing was an interesting sequence. But um, and I don't like I said I liked the twist, the reveal that it was that Fury was actually at the hospital, not with Gravik. But there's not I don't really have a lot to unpack or say about this scene mm. or sequence, even this side of the story. Yeah. What, what about you? Yeah, I I feel like the. I suppose being being the president had has its like advantages and disadvantages and the yes. disadvantages being that there's a lot of pressure on making the right call um but for him the right call was to wipe out the aliens like because he obviously was scared of what he's seen um happen around him mm-hmm. in the hospital and he didn't know who to trust anymore, so his immediate thought was just wipe out the scrolls, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then it just you know makes the world, or at least America, turn into you know like a civil war sort of a thing where everybody's starting to shoot each other and 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 just assassinate you know prime ministers around the world and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oof, yeah, that that is um, that is pretty intense. Uh, but yeah, like, I don't know, like the, the, that side of the story didn't really intrigue me as much. Mm. Um, I was also surprised to see that Nick Fury was there, uh, mm-hmm. instead of, uh, with, um, Gravik. Uh, but then it all made sense in the end. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Somewhat. Um, yeah, I just, I wasn't really that intrigued and all that sort of thing and i knew that there was going to be a bullet going through yeah the scroll roadie's head at some point i just it was just a matter of when (laughs) Mm. yeah that's fair yeah 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 um all right mike what did you think of the whole uh you know hospital scene side and then the, the fallout from from that yeah uh i think we can all all agree that this particular um, American president is an idiot and a reactionary yes. and mm-hmm. yeah and it's a good setup for a future movie uh, because you know the whole world's uh, on tenderhooks and they need a president that can you know sa- save the masses and look tough so let's get let's get um, Harrison Ford <laughs> as president <laughs> and yeah it's it should have been an element that should have been all throughout the TV show, like right in the middle. It was like, oh shit, stuff is going down. We're going to have humans ver- humans who now know that there's scrolls everywhere and they're, and they're picking off like innocent people and also going after other people. It's like, it should, I, I was sort of hoping for that, for this TV show to, to be more, more of a, uh, uh, a conundrum between, uh, yeah, the president has declared war on terror. You know, mm. you know, an invisible enemy, and and mm-hmm. not necessarily a witch hunt because you know, in this scenario, the the witches are real, and mm. and yeah, there actually is a real real element of, of of being terrified, and it could work for their advantage. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be so- someone for uh, it wouldn't be an element for everyone, but it would be an element for me because it could have been a, a good, good take on what the the world is because you can't because re- mm. people are scared of er- everything that is different. Yeah. So it is annoying that they tack it on to the last bit. It's like, could we have more of that, please? 
but <laughs> we got what we want. Uh, okay, fine. Um, all right, fine. Um, what's the next bit? Yes, well, just to quickly say that um, uh, Gaia and Sonya are teaming up. Um, Yay. You know, to make a new partnership to protect the scrolls and protect Earth. And I'm like, all right, cool. Cool, we're setting up something that could be... Setting up something that's, yeah, when's it going to pay off? What was that room full of the, of the people, that the is, scrolls? Yeah, that was something I was going to ask because they kind of just... They threw it in there yeah, and shoehorned in without much of an explanation. I just assumed that because, like, obviously we had Taylor say that there was a million scrolls um, on living on Earth, and obviously they weren't all in New Scrollos. So the fact that there's all these people, like, where did that intel come from? How did they find that? Or did she always know? About, like, I, am I? Are we wrong in thinking that they just didn't explain that at all and they just put it in? Finding more sleeper cells and all that. Mm. Uh, I think weird. it's a it's a it's a setup for something, and that and that's one of my biggest grievances. It's like it's setting up for something that we'll probably we'll never see in another like six years or something. I mean, like the Tanya and the, and the, and and the thing is like, oh yeah, they're setting up something for the UK to do. So you can put in Blade or you can put put in the Dark Knight or what whatever, but. It's still up in the air. The Black Knight. Black Knight. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, fine. Cool. It doesn't really affect yeah, the story on this. Yeah. I kind of I, I kind of would have liked to have at least like a brief explanation of what the hell was going yeah. on there. Hmm. Um I think it's just to say it's like, well, there's more scrolls out there. It's like cool. Is this going well? That's what I mean. Like we know there's a million scrolls on on Earth, so yeah. they've got to be housing humans somewhere for it. But it's just the fact that there was no build up to get to there yeah. is my problem. It's like they're setting up like a get out of jail free card. It's like oh, this character doesn't really work. Oh, it was a scroll all along. There we go. Yeah, yeah. it was a scroll all along. All right. Well, let's talk about one final thing, and then we're done with this show. Um, after the fight between Gravik and Gaia, Gaia goes into the, the room with all the people and she does the noble and right thing and sets them all free. And we see all the, you know, familiar faces of like, you know, no names that we've really come to know and love over this short lived series, uh, and see them wake up, blah, blah, blah. Um... And then we see Rhodey. He's there. He's in New Scrollers. He's in that hallway. I'm like, I had a feeling that's where he was. And then we get a shot of uh, Everett Ross also there. Now, now, um, <laughs> we don't know when Everett Ross was taken. It is not made clear nope. at all. He could have been nabbed at any point between, you know, the first time we see him on screen, screen in Black Panther 1 to now. I'm wagering it's probably happened after Wakanda Forever. I don't see him being a scroll in Wakanda Forever for some reason. I don't know. I don't think so. But they haven't explicitly said, and it's not in the show. The one thing that they've made very clear to us is that Rhodey was taken during the events of Civil War because he's in a hospital gown and he can't walk when he gets out of the thing. He needs to be carried 
out yep. of the facility. And he now, didn't know he couldn't walk. And he didn't know he couldn't walk. Um, first, first strike. <laughs> That's painful. I mean, it's, it's 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 a good writing thing, maybe I guess, to if you want to bring conflict and stuff. Like it's going to make armor wars a hell of a lot more interesting now. This is the angle they're going, probably going to go into it with, I guess. One of the angles, but. The thing that I realized after watching it when I was talking to someone about it and it hit me, he doesn't know Tony's dead. Yes. Oh, no. He doesn't know Tony Stark is dead. This is he true. Didn't, he didn't go to his funeral. Yep. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. Cold I hate it. it. Cold I it. Hate, Cold I hate it. it. I, you did call it, but I didn't think they would do that because... It's an interesting story, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, again, I, I, from a writing perspective, that's great conflict, but fuck, that's heartbreaking. Mm. The whole time. That means he's been, he's been in fucking stasis f- since Civil War, and at the, this point in the MCU, that's like 10 years ago yeah because of the time jumps and whatnot um we don't know for sure if he was uh he vanished in the blip or not because we saw you know scroll roadie in infinity war not get blipped so we don't even know if that happened to him not that that matters but that's just a a thought i had Mm. um anyway devastating devastating Armor Wars has me a lot more interested now, yeah. just based on that. I think that's going to be really... Like, the shit that we saw Tony go through in Iron Man 3, we're going to probably see some of that mm. with Rhodey now um, as he as he reconciles the whole thing. And considering Rhodey um, may, may have feel a bit of survival guilt at the same time, and that's the reason why he... Wa- uh, I think the synopsis for Armor Wars is he's trying to get Tony Stark's... Um, uh, Stark Industries uh, technology back because he yeah. feels like it's it, it, it's his it's his job because he yeah. he wasn't there when when Tony died so he needs uh, he needs the the he needs his memory and that's one and that's one of them is actually bringing everything back it's it's, it's all his yeah I yeah I like that. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to make a good show. Cause no, no, they could shit the bed, and <laughs> they could very much shit the bed like they did here. But um, but yeah, the fact that they've they've set that up in that way, it's going to be a really brutal first episode to watch. Yeah. So poor Rody, poor mm. Rody, he deserves better. I'm very upset about it. But yeah, but at least we got confirmation of it. Like, I didn't even think they were going to put Martin Freeman in there again, and they did. I'm very glad that we actually got to see that. Okay, right. Yeah. He yeah. was he, taken. He yeah. was taken, and it's fine, and he's alive, and it's okay. The one thing I did notice that everyone else was getting unbuckled out, and he was the one still strapped in. Well, she was, like, picking and choosing people. Like, she at first I was like, okay, so it's just the women that she's unbuckling, but then she unbuckles Rhodey and then moves on and doesn't try and... But then when he, she realizes that he tries to get out and tries to walk, and then she goes, "Oh wait, you, you've been here a long time. It's just steady on." Um, but yeah, but then she, yeah, she, un- it's 
It was almost feels like every second person that she was unbuckling and then yeah. leaving. Yeah, but I don't know. It was it was bizarre. Remember, Scrody was was a woman, so she could be saying, "Oh, this is a woman." Oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so I got it wrong. Gender mm-hmm. bias. Gender bias. Yes. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Fulia, how are you feeling about speaking of gender bias? Imagine. Now, how are you feeling about the fact that, yeah, Rhodey has been a scroll for that long? Honestly, I it didn't really hit me. Because, obviously, I don't pay attention to movies as much as other people do. Nah, it's annoying. <laughs> Sorry, I have a problem. I envy the ignorant. <laughs> so, it didn't even it didn't even click that the fact that he was... I thought he was in the, the, the hospital gown because of some other reason. My brain didn't think nah. yeah. Civil War. Yeah, as soon as I saw that hospital gown, I was like, fuck. <laughs> they did that. They actually did that. Yeah, so... You did it. You blew it up. I, I honestly don't really have much of an, an opinion, but now that you've mentioned that... <laughs> <laughs> but actually. But actually. Um, yeah, it's, it, is, <sighs> it is sad to know that he's been there for such a long time. Like, mm. you, you wouldn't have thought that, like, originally especially considering all the movies that we've seen in the past and he just acted like his normal self but then so that means the fucking roadie that we saw wanting to kill baby hitler <laughs> baby thanos was 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 scrody yeah bloodlust the, the whole yeah <laughs> that was that was not lieutenant james Rhodes. anyway yeah. first of um... all that was horrible <laughs> uh the the fact that this is all like being called back to then you would think that maybe the writers had thought about this and thought about future things that would be happening or they've just decided no we're gonna make it as if that's what's happened well that's what i'm wondering too yeah how much foresight did they put into it yeah Mm. and based on the mcu currently probably not a lot but it, it makes me wonder, like, if, like probably they had been planning on doing a secret invasion for a while, but it, it, I doubt that maybe Kevin Feige would have had... Unless they were, like, speculating back then, like, okay, who could be a scroll? Like, if we did secret invasion, because we're doing... At this point, they would have greenlit ca- Captain Marvel. Like, if any of them were going to be a scroll that we could revisit down the track, like, pick one, like... And just blindly close their eyes and like landed on Rhodey. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, and then just not and then, you know just as an afterthought to never come back to, and then they had the opportunity to come back to it. So I mean, mm. it's very possible that it it probably wasn't even. I'm probably giving them too much credit, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard, yeah. hard to say. Yeah, hard to say. I think I think it is just um, clever writing element where yeah, probably where they they saw like oh we can. I suppose when they first started writing it, it's like, okay, who can we get that we can make a, a scroll for the longest of time? And, uh, yeah, and who who is around, basically. So they can't really do the the main superheroes So because, you know, contracts and all that, and that's another element that's sort of against this TV show. You can't really ha- have that sort of element. But... I think Rhodey was like the be- the best bit because you can actually fit him in like right where what right, uh, right where he goes, 
and the added sort of humorous element of oh it's uh roadie has been played by two people so we can play on that <laughs> play on that aspect yeah so mm. Mm. yeah 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 mike do you have any other thoughts or shall we start to wrap this up um yeah um this is probably the the element that i sort of agree with or in uh, not enjoyed but uh thought yeah that was that was clever because it it fits and it it, it sort of works and it's and, and it makes something that uh an element for this particular character to actually strive upon because we only see Rhodey as a like a secondary character and this sort of jumps him into the forefront of saying yes he has a tragic backstory now 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 that he has a sort of um goal to actually like now he's now he's in this life and something is taken away from him and he wants he wants some sort of moral moral thing back like after his his best friend has died and he wasn't there there for it and yeah it's it, it's a tragic story and it works uh i will mm. say um maria hill did she die for nothing <laughs> apparently mm. yep yep Hmm. Bit of a kick in the teeth, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. I mean, I suppose Gravik's dead now, so, you know, Maria and Talos and Gaia's mum have all been avenged, but... And that's another thing. Know. They're sort of killed off the mum. Yeah, off screen. Reasons? I suppose Reasons? They they fridged a character that we didn't even see. Yeah. We still fridge. <laughs> we still fridge. We still do fridge. Um, we still do fridge. Um, but yeah, the last shot of the series uh, is you know Nick Fury and and uh, Vara. Yeah. As she would like to be called, uh, getting back together. Um, in in a kiss that was well intended, but came across awkward. Um, I don't know if that's just me. I don't know. Um, um, just cause I didn't like the way he like put his arm around her, like take her face, take her beautiful alien face in your hands and kiss it. Come on. Um, That's probably the way he's been kissing her for years. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. They're, 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 they're human presenting kiss in episode two was much better. So I don't know. It's just me. Mm. Um, but anyway, but it was fine. It was beautiful. The sentiment was lovely of like, you know, like, yes, he does love her for who she is. Um, no matter what she looks like kind of yeah. thing. Like I thought that was beautiful. She loves her for her. She's going to go up and be on the Saber space station with him for a little bit. Um, we won't see her in the Marvels. I would, I will be surprised if she shows up in the Marvels, especially because she goes out of her way to say, I won't stick around for long. My place is here. I can't. I need to look my, after my, my plants. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. love the house. Mm. Yeah, it was a that was that was the end of the show, and away we went. Mm. Away they went. Nick Fury ran away again. Again. <laughs> he said, "Fuck you, fuck this shit. I'm fucking old, too old for this. Yeah, I'm out. Pretty much. Um, fully had the ending. 
thoughts? Uh, you know, it was it was it was a sweet little ending for for Nick and, and Vara. Um, I was just a little bit, you know, like a bit disappointed in the fact that Nick Fury decided to just take his leave and be like, well, if the president's not going to listen to me, then I'm out. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's that's pretty much what he Bye. did. He's like, well, no one's going to be listening to me anymore. So um, the president's lost his marbles. Um, <laughs> well, I might as well just leave the planet because it, if, if I can't save it, then who who will? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Radical so. people are taking pot shots at, at politicians, you know. Terrorism is on the rise. Ah, I know. I'll just bugger off. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to the planet that I was on before. Space station. space station. Space station. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just it just felt like it, it was it was it was a nice ending for them as a couple, mm. but then just Nick Fury just leaving the Earth because he just couldn't. He just couldn't anymore. Hmm. Yeah. But he comes back in the Marvels. Comes back to Earth. When yep. shit hits fan. And we'll have probably no mention of any of this. No. Nah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Ti- <laughs> no time for that. No time for that. All right. Um. Yeah. Mike, do you have comments on the ending? You said any- anything else you want to say or? Uh, yeah. It's, good? Yeah. It's a very touching ending and, and hmm. good reminiscent for, for uh, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Um. <laughs> And probably ended, it should have ended like that, you know. I want to see E.T. and Elliot, you know, make out for the very last time. You could see it happening. They had a, they had a bond. And, yeah, it's last goodbyes. Last goodbyes. Yeah. Seeing a 10-year-old having, you know, macking out with, a, with an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I will be right here. Ouch. <laughs> well, I didn't think it could be done, but ET has been ruined. <laughs> and we'll blame Secret Invasion. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that was the no tangent. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to wrap this up. All right. Um lovely thank you guys thank you for listening and watching if you have done so uh, mm-hmm. those are our thoughts on the final episode of secret invasion yes. um uh, six of six yeah. home it's done that is the series as a whole I, I suppose i can speak for us to say that we are underwhelmed mm. by this and disappointed um there are but there are parts of it to enjoy, but there are also lots of parts that had some great potential that was not explored. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and R.I.P. slash justice for Maria Hill and Talos. Yeah. <laughs> um. Just before we finally wrap up the show, just a little uh, heads up for everybody. I won't be here for the next few episodes, unfortunately. Oh, I mean, we can't talk about Good Omens next I'm week. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're the worst. <laughs> I mean, Where? I mean, you two, you two can. I just, I just, I can only provide notes for you. Hmm. I won't be here physically, unfortunately. Uh, I have um, some work that I have picked up 
um, doing a little bit of theatre work um, for a few weeks. Well, that's exciting. Uh, okay, as, part take, of a, as part of a crew. I take back so. my, uh, my anger. That's excellent. That is excellent. Yes, yes. So, um, Great. Uh, yeah, get paid. Uh, yeah, well, volunteer work. But well, it, still. it's still... Something. Networking. <laughs> Networking, exactly. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I won't be here for the next few few episodes. Um, and, you know, especially because as soon as I'm done with the show, I'll be going straight to hockey. So, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah, going to be a busy, busy few weeks for me. Busy. Or August is going to be busy. Yeah. Fuji. Um, but, yeah, in saying that, I will make sure to put in my notes Good. Where, where I can. Okay. Well, we knew it wasn't going to last. <laughs> It was going to end eventually, um, full years time with us again, but that's okay. And then ended on a high note. I will be back. Yes. I will be back. Yes. And on a high note. Yes. Secret invasion. Secret invasion. (laughs) Glad you were here for that. What's the point? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you for letting us know. That's all right. Excellent. Um, On the pod. (laughs) On the pod. Honestly, it didn't click until now. (laughs) It's fine. It's better late. Then never. You like yeah. raw reactions? Yeah, you can watch us on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're doing it live, baby. All right, speaking of, we've done it live. It's over. That is this episode done, 272 in the books. Uh, it's time to get out of here because I am starving. Um, yep. Food. Um, <laughs> and hockey. Yeah, food and hockey. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. Um, thank you all for watching and listening. And, and that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddie Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching us right now, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to our channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of future content. And if you're over on our Twitch live stream, make sure to give us a follow over there, twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch. Yes. Please and thank you. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantaramaja. And I've been the disappointed Michael Lister. And you just experienced a podcast called Fred. Remember to eat beef. Yes, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and Union Strong. Yeah, demonstrate. Union Strong. Yeah. Look after yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes. Please do. Laters, gators. Ha ha. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye now. Bye.